Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is, this is Pulse 95. We go over to North Korea as its ruler, Kim Jong-un, has admitted that his economic policies have largely failed and vowed to avoid a repeat of the painful lessons of the past. And this happened at a rare meeting of the country's ruling party. Kim told the Congress of the Workers' Party that his five-year economic plan had failed to achieve its goals in almost all areas to a great extent. And this is what this, this happened actually yesterday. He said we should further promote and expand the successes and victories that we've achieved through our painstaking efforts, but prevent us from having the painful lessons again. The Congress, the first for five years, opened with uh, with Kim facing the toughest challenges of his nine year rule caused by what he called unprecedented crises. Hmm. Well, he's, he said that the country has achieved a miraculous victory. Uh, by bolstering the power and global prestige in the last meeting, referring to the military advances that culminated in the successful tests of the intercontinental ballistic missiles that are capable of striking uh, the U.S. mainland. But the main discussion uh, focused around the five-year economic strategy uh, that was put forward way back in 2016, and uh, he wasn't very pleased with it. Uh, and he said they were not met in almost all areas, and then this is the word he's used, to a great extent, and we must not repeat the painful lessons. Now, this is a, a statement that's emerged from uh, the news agency over in Korea, and he said the strategy was due last year, but it tremendously fell short of goals in almost every sector, and he also uh, uh, underscored the uh, Byung-jin policy of parallel development of nuclear weapons and uh, the economy as a key area uh, that he wanted to focus on. Yeah, indeed. And uh, North Korea's economy is reeling. So Kim Jong-un, he took over the country in 2011 following the death of his father and predecessor Kim Jong-il. And what Kim Jong-un did was, much to the chagrin of the United States, accelerated his country's nuclear weapons and missile programs. North Korea had conducted the last four of its six underground nuclear tests under Kim Jong-un's administration and it flight-tested three intercontinental ballistics in 2017. So what happened after that was the UN Security Council responded by imposing devastating economic sanctions. They banned coal, iron ore, textiles, and other major exports from North Korea, and the stranglehold tightened ever since, causing North Korea's economy to shrink by 3.5% in 2017, contracting 4.1% the following year, and China, was North Korea's only major trading partner, but its exports to that country had plummeted by as much as 86%. So 12 months ago, Kim Jong-un gave a New Year's message. He sounded pretty defiant, and he said his country would slog through the sanctions, build a self-reliant economy, and said everything's gonna be okay. But then the pandemic happened, and this forced North Korea to close its borders with China, then came extensive flood damage. North Korea made a bit of a slight rebound in 2019, but the economy plummeted again uh, in 2020. And uh, according to data released by the Chinese government, North Korea's imports from China from January to October of 2020 shrank by 76%, uh, and its exports shrank by 74% in the same period. So all of this has had devastating impacts on the economy, 
and is the reason why Kim Jong-un is taking a very different tone in these meetings and talking about how the efforts to rebuild uh, North Korea's declining economy have failed so far. Yeah, and of course, the uh, the idea is uh, uh, to make that public appearance because there's a lot of uh, thought before this that uh, maybe his his health is deteriorating. His sister was more in the limelight over the last uh, uh, few months. And uh, now usually he gives um, a New Year's address, but during the meeting he was seen shedding tears. So a very different uh, vibe and a very different emotional connection that was witnessed during uh, that meeting. And he also launched the efforts of uh, fighting uh, the pandemic. Now, North Korea has not officially declared uh, in COVID-19 infections. They've um, highlighted thousands of suspend- suspected cases, but they've not declared a uh, COVID-19 epidemic or, or, or spread of the disease in the country. Um, another aspect is that uh, no one was seen wearing face masks yeah, in that meeting as meeting, well. Right. And uh, there was no social distancing either. And just it also appeared to show the world that, yeah, we did it. You know, we've we've sorted out the pandemic. We're not worried too much about it. Uh, but then there's another thing that he missed out on uh, giving was a New Year address where he does discuss the uh, the plans for diplomatic and military and economic policy. But he, he skipped it this year. Yeah. And there might be. Uh, some discussions over leadership changes, particularly involving his sister as well. That's right. But just like other world leaders, however, Kim has been forced to count the cost of the coronavirus, calling on the country's people to embrace self-reliance in response to internal and also external pressures. And again, uh, uh, restating what you said earlier, uh, Abdul Karim, he did say that there had been shining successes achieved by our party and people. But he did add that that he had analyzed the mistakes manifested in the efforts for implementing the five-year strategy for national economic development, which was the big highlight of this whole meeting. But he also praised party workers for ensuring stability despite the challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, North Korea did close its borders with China and Russia early on in the pandemic and has since quarantined thousands of people suspected of having the virus. But as for the meeting, uh, the Congress, virus prevention measures did not appear to be in place. Uh, only the eighth in the country's history. No one among the, 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 uh, the 4,750 delegates and 2,000 spectators appeared to be wearing masks or socially distancing, as you said, Abdelkadim. Yeah, indeed. And uh, the other thing about this, too, is I mean, international analysts were eyeing this meeting and watching it and following it closely because they're looking for any clues on how Kim Jong-un plans to deal with uh, the uh, President Biden. When he uh, takes office, Uh, Kim had started diplomacy with President Trump back in 2018, trying to get those sanctions lifted. But after three meetings, they failed to reach a breakthrough. And you could say the diplomacy with Trump collapsed. Um, Ever since then, Kim had reportedly been appearing to wait out this November election, uh, deciding not to provoke Trump. Uh, who had in the past touted his special personal relationship with Kim Jong-un. We know that uh, back in October, uh, North Korea displayed a new intercontinental ballistic missile, uh, perhaps designed to show whoever won the U.S. elections uh, that they've got this power going and that they could make concessions with North Korea after that as well. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how Kim Jong-un develops a relationship with President Biden uh, in an attempt to somehow find a concession and get 
something going because North Korea's economy is really, really suffering. Yeah, there is definitely speculation that Kim is concerned that Biden will ditch the highly personal diplomatic style preferred by by Trump, whom the North Korean leader met three times and instead opt to pressure the North into taking significant steps toward denuclearization. But uh, according to an associate professor of international studies at university in Seoul, he said it's not like Kim Jong-un is going to come out and promise denuclearization, marketization and human rights improvements. But... Uh, what optimism or optimists are looking for is is a willingness to engage in diplomacy with the incoming Biden administration and also mention of, of economic development opportunities, yep. especially including with, with South, Af- uh, South uh, Korea. Mm, well, yeah. all eyes will certainly be on the 20th of January when the new uh, inauguration takes place and our eyes and ears will now be on the news headlines and we shall return uh, right after that, keeping you entertained and informed. So do stay tuned to Pulse95. Up next, we'll talk about how the COVID-19 vaccines will now be manufactured here in the United Arab Emirates. What's going on? All of this will be discussed right here on the Morning Majlis.